Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome to the Friday edition of Trendy, where what began earlier this week as a batter of the bastards level showdown between Sarah Tiana and myself has devolved into children playing with swords in the courtyard at Winterfell as we struggle to beat the juice. Sarah, did that reference land for you, or do you have much cooler and better things to do than watch Game of Thrones? Oh no, I watched Game of Thrones. Yeah. I started at the Red Wedding. I was like, now I'm in. Uh, <laughs> No, I love Game of Thrones. I actually like appointment TV. That's why I like sports. Mm, okay. I'm not, so like, I mean, I love streamers and like watching everything at once, but I I love when everyone's talking about one episode because it just came out and we're all watching it together. It kind of feels like the last bit of community that we have in the country. <laughs> well, since we can't give out winning picks, is there one show you want to give out uh, for people to spend their weekend on? Oh, um, I mean, I just watched Hijacked on Apple TV. Ooh. That was really good. I was better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it like how and I thought it was a movie, but it's seven episodes of a TV show about one flight. But they made it work. They made it work. It was very interesting. Top Boy on Netflix. Great show. Season right. two just came out. Yeah. So there you go. Let us keep turn this into an entertainment pod. <laughs> when you're on strike, we make our own picks. There you go. Yeah, when you're on strike, you have nothing better than do than to watch TV that you don't get to make. Well, we are both down on the one player game versus the house, but in our head to head showdown, Sarah, I lead you just slightly still 7.7 to 7.2. Sarah, you have accumulated the majority of your units by successfully being able to wade through all of my crap like a modern day Andy Dufresne and somehow found the only way to come out clean on the other side. So how do you manage to only tail the things that I get right? What is your secret? Oh, my secret is that I don't do a lot of research and you do. And then I go, oh, that sounds good. (laughs) Okay, there you go. There yeah. you go, guys. Follow me blindly because you think I do research all the way to the poorhouse. <laughs> well, I think the actual secret to knowing whether I'm getting a pick right or wrong is I'm wrong anytime my lips are moving. We're a week away from giving me giving picks via a puppet on my leg, ventriloquist style, just to change things up, kind of like in Tin Cup when Cheech made Coster turn his hat backwards and put all the change in his left pocket. And But by the <laughs> way, sir, I, I thought about this, uh, the ventriloquist thing, and then I thought about you. What is the ventriloquist standing in the comedy community? Is it kind of like high school kickers claiming they play football? Oh, well... <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think they do play football and I would only let my son be a kicker. Even now he's dumb enough to be a lineman. I think (laughs) that, uh, no ventriloquism is just something that no, none of us can do. Like on all of us can talk about dating and our families, but, um, you know, I know that Jeff Dunham like has separate hotel rooms for his puppets, you know? And like, is that true? Yeah. Yeah, they have their own rooms and stuff on the road. <laughs> it's, so it's like, I think it's like where you're just like, you're not, you don't look down on them. You're just like, you know, you're like, that's incredible. I I have no idea how to do what Dunham or Terry Fader does. But also, I don't want to know. I don't I don't want to get into your headspace um, or your stage because it feels a little um, scary. 
do the puppets make this demand? How do they end up at their own hotel room? This is that is his decision. Oh my god, that's the scariest yes. thing I've heard yet. I mean. Right. Like, Jeff Dunham, yeah. uh, it's like a very interesting spectrum. Like Jeff Dunham, I thought was the funniest person on the planet when I was eight, mm-hmm. but it was mainly because I didn't know what Richard Pryor was talking about. And then you <laughs> look at an adult, you're like, oh, oh, I get it now. This is mm-hmm. way better than a puppet, a puppet named Pepe, you know, just kind of talking about burritos mm-hmm. through a guy next to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, didn't he get famous on like the terrorism puppet? Like before uh, ter- before 9-11, <laughs> you know? I, I now now you're like bring up really repressed memories like you're my therapist. I think that's right. I actually no, no, no. think this is a, a a true thing that it was some yeah. insensitivities that probably wouldn't fly in the modern world. No, I yeah. don't think yeah. that today he would be <laughs> he would be as uh, beloved. But somehow he still could afford second hotel rooms just for his puppets. So somehow he wasn't canceled. Canceled continues to do well. Entertainment. No. We got to end the no. strike. <laughs> well, Sarah, I've got to say, you must have felt like Kirk Cousins had his hand up your butt on that garbage time backdoor cover, which should just be named after him at this point. If you mm-hmm. go to the window on that one, you should be forced to confess to the teller that it's like kissing your cousins. No one is more terrifying on the planet with two minutes left in a two-score game with a one-score line. How did you <laughs> feel last night knowing one of your picks was about to get unfairly smashed? Uh, I just... You know, I knew better. Remember, I said, I don't want to make this pick. My head and the media are telling me that the Eagles are good. I don't believe it. So I'm going against what I believed. You know, I should always go with my heart. I'm better at my heart picks. And my heart told me the Eagles suck. They're trash. And the, you know, the Vikings would probably cover. And I was right in my heart, in my head. I was like, no, no, no. Everyone's saying how good the Eagles are. (sighs) And I have Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith on my fantasy team. So like, listen, I'm totally fine. They had, they both had great games. They both scored over 20 points. So I'm never going to be mad at that. Uh, So it's like, I don't disbelieve in the Eagles so much that I won't have them on my fantasy team. (laughs) Uh, I mean, they are all my Georgia boys. So like, I, I do want them to succeed. I mean, I, I want those guys to succeed. I don't want the team or the fan base to. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough. And I, I guess it's the worst of all worlds for you then. Like, yes, you thought they were trash, but they still got to celebrate a W by lighting <laughs> fires or flipping cars or whatever they were doing last night, but you it's didn't get to cash your bet either. You kind of lost on all fronts. It's two wins in a row where I don't even, th- I, I don't feel like the Eagles won that game. I feel like the Vikings lost it. Like the Vikings defense looked so good in the beginning of that game. I, I was really impressed. I'm like, but Brian Flores is coming out swinging. He's aggressive. And then the offense just kept turning it over. It's it, it might as well. It was called the turnover game. Like, and I, but I hope it helps them turn over their season. Like I hate for the Vikings to start. Oh, and two, I would really love for Kirk cousins to go out you know, ahead, you know, and not just have the stigma of the guy that could never win it. The guy that gets so close, you know, I know what that feels like as a Matt Ryan fan. So I don't want that to happen to him or anybody. Cause I know how much that sucks. Yeah. 
All right. Well, let's not turn over to another show or another podcast. Stick with us. Because guess what, guys? Like last <laughs> week, I struggled on Monday or Wednesday, but I came back strong on Friday. So we're going to give out some picks and see if we can finally make you guys some money. Or you can continue to fade us if you want to get really rich. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino. Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit Gambling Helpline MA.org. Michigan, call 1 800 270 7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1 800 Gambler or West Virginia, 1 800 Gambler.net, New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
All right, we are back, Sarah, and we are ready to roll through heart, head, heater, cred. And we've got to start in the heart category, which is your specialty. And my specialty is just continuing to inflict pain upon myself because I am returning to the well. I am going with Beatty and Rivas again under 0.5 runs at minus 129. Sarah, I taunted the simulated universe and I received my answer on Wednesday. None of this can possibly be real after Beatty scores not once. Not once, but twice after my rant on Wednesday. I guess my only question now is whether our AI overlords will allow us to port to alternate timelines. If so, give me the one where the funniest people in the world are back to making us laugh and the politicians are the ones all on strike. But while I'm stuck here, the heart wants what the heart wants. And right now, my heart wants revenge, Sarah. <laughs> I am Uma Thurman punching at the coffin and Kill Bill, where I'm pretty sure she was buried next to the Met season. I tried using logic to win this bet. Now it's just raw emotion and I am begging the machines to let me cash and get my vengeance for that lunacy two days ago. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take this to fail because okay. I wanted to take it to fail the other day. And you go, no, you can only tailor fail once. These are the rules that I've made up. Uh, and yeah, so everybody gets I, to make up rules at some point, Sarah. That's how well, rules work. They don't just get yeah. passed out from the, divi the divinity. Like somebody's got to create them. Okay, Belichick. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm taking this to fail because it, it it's like doubling down when you know you shouldn't. And I feel like that's what you're doing. Yeah. You're doubling down. Not a good idea. None of these guys have anything to lose. <laughs> and yeah. they're the only ones that like everybody gets lucky. Why wouldn't they get lucky twice in a row? Yeah, it's exactly what I'm doing. I'm doubling down, <laughs> yeah. but I shouldn't because it's a heart pick and my heart says I'm going to win it this time, but right. logic does not determine it. So let's see it's how it It's like goes. when I'm playing on a slot machine and I'll get like two of the coins for the super free games and then not one on the third. And I go, ah, oh, so close. I better keep spinning. And it's like, you yeah. weren't close like that. You weren't even like in the vicinity and that's you right now. You're not even close or in the vicinity. So I'm going to take that to fail. Doubling the bets until you win. The classic strategy <laughs> yeah. that's never failed. Yep, sure. Well, I don't think this time. Maybe the next time. Uh, maybe on Saturday. So uh, my heart bet is going to be the Falcons to win in a parlay with Alabama over versus uh, South Florida over six and a half points. I guess I can do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's allowed. Why I looked it up and everything. You're good. <laughs> That's, so the Falcons uh, are at, not, at, at Caesars, that's plus 238, everyone. So you're getting a great yeah, payout on this one. You're getting a great payout. So I, the Falcons are not favored over the Packers. So I do think that our defense is much better this year. I do think week two, Desmond Ritter will have some ability to throw the ball. And uh, our running game is on point. So I'm I'm all in on Bijan this year. Bijan Robinson, I think the Falcons can win this game. They're at home. I think it's... I think it's going to be a tough win. It's going to be a hard-fought win, probably by a field goal, but that would mean that we would cover. So I'll take the Falcons uh, plus one and a half, I think it is, or just to win. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, you have them on the money line uh, to yeah. win plus the Alabama over. So that's the yeah. plus 238, and that is what we are going to see if it pays off. Because that's if you hit that, you're probably going to beat me. Um, and I'm that's have all to I care about. <laughs> it's true. It should All you should care about. Um, well, I'm here's the thing. Well, here's the thing with Alabama and South Florida, right? So Alabama just lost to Texas last week. So they're out for revenge and they smell blood. But the, the South Florida coach used to be the offensive coordinator at Tennessee, 
who beat Alabama last year. Remember they carried the foul poles, the, the poles to the river. So like this game, I think is, is also really heated. Like both of them are out for blood. Uh, so I think it could definitely go over 61 and a half points. That's a big over, but I think over. Alabama doesn't know how to play defense. And I can't imagine that South Florida does. So <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Okay. All right. Well, I'm wishing you the best of luck on that one. No, you're because... not. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, now digging into the numbers and not just playing for pure vengeance for either Alabama, South Florida, or me versus Beatty and Rivas. Uh, I am going to play Geno Smith under 246.5 passing yards at minus 115. And Sarah, you just said that was a big over. Here I am sticking with the only thing working for me, and that's my belief that overs make friends and unders make money. I have given <laughs> out 30 picks, Sarah. I've given out 30 picks so far or two weeks on this show and I've gotten nine right which is frankly appalling and makes me the worst <laughs> decision the Mannings have made since Eli took that shirtless photo on the beach that they showed on the Manning cast the other night but I am three and one on my straight under bet so far which is the tiniest bit of water in the world's bleakest betting desert so Sarah I've got to go back to the well here I've got to take another shot and I am fading Geno Smith in the Seahawks air attack if you dig into the numbers just a little bit you can see that Dino was a I'm sorry Gino was a bit of a flat track bull as he failed to clear the mark in seven of his last eight games against uh, players with teams, not players, teams with a winning record. And his hot streak in the middle of last year that inflated his totals and his reputations was against the Panthers, the Rams, the Raiders, the Bucks, and the Cardinals. Overall, he missed the mark in five out of six games against playoff teams. The only time he cleared it was the Bucks, which won the participation trophy known as the NFC South. Smith only had 112 last week, and with the Lions pass rush led by Hutchinson looking legit, I love them to harass Smith all day long. And unless Metcalf breaks a huge play, I don't think the Seahawks offense will move the ball well enough to get close to this number. All right. I would buy that. I mean, I think that, you know, the Lions defense is you just got to hope that the Lions aren't kicking their butt so bad that you get those garbage time yards. So you just never know. The cousin's special. You, you want to yeah. tail it. You want to tail it so bad, but somebody made up rules. You can only do it nope. once. So. I don't want to tail that at all. <laughs> I don't want to tail that at all. I would stay away from all things Geno Smith because that man is so unpredictable. Um, so my head bet is going to be the Colts plus one at minus 110 uh, to beat the Texans. Um, obviously, plus one is telling you that anything can happen in that game. I do think the Colts are the better team right now. I do think that Anthony Richardson has a better, better people around him. Um, and I do, I do love their new coach. I do think that he's making a lot of great choices and a lot of uh, great plays. I mean, Pittman had a great touchdown last week. Um, so I think this game is going to be close, but I do think the Colts take this win. So I'm going to take the Colts plus one and you're getting that at minus 110, which is nothing. Okay. So. All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to have to wait. I, I have to hear all your picks before I figure out which one I'm going to tail or fail. Cause I, I don't want any piece of a Colts Texans game. Like, are you really like jazzed to watch this game? Or are you just going to be throwing it on the ninth television while you pay attention to everything else? Uh, well, I do think that it's, I do think two rookie quarterbacks, like it is really fun. And it, it is a way for them to say, I should have been picked before you, I should have been picked before you, you know? And uh, I mean, that draft was, was so fascinating. So if Bryce Young could get into this game, I think that would be fun as well, but we can't, we can only have two. And, uh, and we're going to see 
who's the better man this time. But I think that's going to be a, a longstanding, maybe mini rivalry between uh, Richardson and Stroud. So I think it's a really fun game. I do think it's a fun game. Okay. All right. Well, Colts, Texans. I mean, I know I paid extra for red zone this year and for all the features like the, uh, the four box, I would pay extra for them to black this game out in my, in my <laughs> TV. I didn't want nothing to do with it. Uh, so moving to our third category heater, Sarah, we don't have to give one out here. We just talk about where we're at and how we think we'll do tonight. I did not hit mine on Wednesday, but congrats to Sarah who did, uh, mm-hmm. the Braves did score first in that matchup versus the Phillies. So she cashed at, I believe it was minus one eighty. and we have one more chance for this bet on this contest in these Friday, these Friday night tilts. So I'm going to continue to play mine all weekend long, but tonight Azuna Harrison Turner is plus 175. The Braves to score first is minus 200. The Braves get Cueto tonight, who is good for at least a hidden inning, while Turner faces <laughs> Zach Thompson, who will be giving up knocks at a similar clip since they had to stretch him into a starter. So you are the expert on the Braves. Both of us have a piece of the Braves tonight. How do you feel about the Braves side of the bets tonight, Sarah? Uh, I think I think I mean. I think they're all still going to be playing. I mean, uh, you know, it's not like we clinched the division. It's not like we clinched clinched home field. So I think they still have a lot to play for. They might be a little hungover. Uh, so I think they could potentially get a slow start, but we do have elder on the mound and he's been on fire lately. So I don't see Miami scoring before us. It is disgusting that I'm actually going to be able to build a trend very soon of how the Braves perform the day after they clinch the division like a month early. Like they're just going to continue to do this for like a decade, right? So we're actually going to be able to gather gather data on what they do and whether they have a champagne hangover on Mm -hmm. September 15th as they have nothing to play for for a couple of weeks. With a day off in Miami after a clinch. (laughs) Uh, I forgot about the day off in Miami. Holy Uh hell. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that is that is important. We've got to get some boots on the ground. Luckily it's a night game. Did. Luckily it's a night game today. Uh so they have at least this morning to get full of electric lights and B12 shots or whatever <laughs> they need to get. Uh rightfully so. So I, I'm I'm gonna stick with my score first thing just because the elders on the mound. Just out of curiosity, as a Braves expert, on a night out in Miami, the day after they clinch the the division and will go to the playoffs, which player on the Braves do you think went the hardest? Which one are you like most certain should sit out tonight because all the electrolytes in the world isn't going to cleanse the system? I'm going to say Arcia. <laughs> oh, Orlando yeah? Arcia, our shortstop, you know? Yeah, he's he's the most fun. But I bet I bet Michael Harris was out there too. Cause he's also, they're all so young. They can recover from hangover so much faster. Like if I have two, if I have more than one drink, I'm probably not going to be good until 2 PM the next day. And that's <laughs> after I've had a liquid IV. But these guys are young and they're fine. I remember when I was 21, like I would have a little headache in the morning and then I would drink a Coca-Cola and then I'd be fine. Yeah. Probably would jack in the Coke, right? That's the best <laughs> way to cure it for a 21 year old. Hair on the dog. <laughs> especially one from Georgia. Uh, Mm -hmm. All right. So we got one pick left and it is credibility. So for cred, I am going with the chiefs, the 49ers and the Cowboys on a money line parlay at plus plus one forty. Sarah in life. There are certain things I believe in. I believe the combination of sauce and rice elevates anything you put on top of it (laughs) to the perfect food. I believe that depending on the delivery, the word what 
can range from the funniest to most devastating word in the English language. And I believe that when we look back 1,000 years from now on the uh, human history, we'll realize point break was the height of all human achievement. But similarly in the NFL right now, I believe in the 49ers offense against a questionable defense. I believe in the Cowboys defense against a questionable offense. And I believe that Patrick Patrick Mahomes will not start 0-2. So while I know Vegas was built on a foundation of broken sure thing money line parlays after Wednesday's debacle in my cred pick, for once, I'm not going to overthink things. And I'm just going to back what I believe, especially when I get a strong plus number as a reward. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's a good, I, I think that's a pretty safe bet. I mean, I do think the Jaguars are good and I do think that they will give the Chiefs a run from their money. I don't think that's going to be a blowout of a game. Uh, but, I, you know, they have Chris Jones back. They have Kelsey back. I don't know how, how if Kelsey's at full strength, but I think that's a pretty safe bet. Obviously, the 49ers, I don't know who they're going to lose to this year. Yeah. Same for the Cowboys. I don't know who they're going to lose to. It's a great point. It's it's funny, like a lot of our offseason talk was about how great the AFC was and how loaded the quarterbacks were and how that was going to be a bloodbath. But like coming off of the first eight days of the NFL season, I think a lot of people would say the best three teams are the Eagles, Cowboys and 49ers all in Mm -hmm. the NFC, which was kind of written off as a conference for the six months that we talked about it before the ball was actually kicked off. Yeah, agreed. I mean, Agreed. All those teams are are really good. I mean, those those are all playoff teams right now. Like they they could just walk into the playoffs. So um, here's a, uh, so my uh, credibility bet is going to be the Cubs minus one and a half over the Diamondbacks tonight at plus one eighteen, and that is purely based on the pitching matchup because Steele to me is uh, the Cy Young contender. Probably the he is the Cy Young leader. Uh, for the National League, and then Fott, who pitches for the Diamondbacks. I had him on my fantasy team the day he got called up because there was so much talk about this Fott guy, and uh, he's just been okay. And the Cubs have been, you know, are an offensive juggernaut as well. So I think, you know, if it was Gallon, maybe not. But with it being Fott, I'm going to take the Cubs minus one and a half, and that gets you at uh, plus 118 odds. Okay. I, I like playing the pitchers matchup. I mean, this is something mm-hmm. where, like baseball. If you, if you only bet based on the starting pitchers, like that would probably be better than looking at almost any other trend. Just <laughs> look at the two pitchers, look for discrepancies and then like, don't overthink it and just play the stronger arm. I think that is a yeah. solid way to bet baseball. And I think you did a good job there, but <laughs> I, I haven't done my tail or fail yet because I wanted to hear your logic on all of them. And you almost swayed me <laughs> at the end, but at the, but like, you know, when I actually have to put the, the rubber to the road here, I, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm taking your Falcons and Alabama over because it was incredibly smart of you to leave me no other real choice. My <laughs> other options are putting money on the Colts, the Texans, the Cubs, or the Diamondbacks. And I can't in good conscience do any of that, Sarah. So I will go with your big play at the top of the picks and hope that I win by the two sweetest words in the English language, default. Well, that's just because if I were to win that bet and you weren't to tail it, you would lose in all of it. You would lose this whole game. Hey, somebody. Well, I see the what rules. you're doing. <laughs> you're betting a dollar. Yeah, uh, somebody read Barely the rules. So I'm ready to go. It only took you till Friday to figure it out. What you get? I'm I'm taking a knee. Like once you take a lead, you know you got to protect it. So that's fine. <laughs> I'm never coming back on here again. So I don't really care what the outcome is. 
Oh, wow. I'm just you're kidding. Gonna, you're going to sing a different tune on Monday after you beat me. You're going to be dying to come back to kick the crap out of me again. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll give out our final pick that we didn't pick, and then we will get you out of here for the weekend. All right, Sarah, I am happy that you didn't just walk off set there during our break to say you're never coming back again. I thought you might start that a little bit early. You never know, huh? Uh, I'll tell you what. So I have gone first on every other pick. Let me turn the floor over to you. Give out the Mm -hmm. pick that you're not actually going to put into your selections, which therefore makes it far more likely that it'll cash. So I was just looking to bet on a football game tonight, and I know nothing about any of these teams, but I know I like the army mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> in hot football, take. hot take, uh, and in life, I like the army, you know, they are, they're kind of, um, you know, the Batman of superheroes. They are like, they have all the money. They have so much money, but no real power, but they do have a lot on the football field and they're playing the university of Texas, San Antonio tonight. So I'm going to take them. They're not favored uh, at plus seven and a half to win over the university of Texas, San Antonio tonight. That's I didn't bet it because why would you? I think unless you go to one of those schools. Yeah. I think I'm playing this now. And I've got to say like, if you're on a mic in a video and people are listening to you, you can't really take the other side of that, right? You can't be like, you know, it's overrated. The army It's <laughs> definitely not the people that you want knocking well, on your door you, or responding to you. You could take it. Well, like what are people in San Antonio supposed to say? You, you know, if it's army versus Navy, you know, you can have a hot take about either one of those. Cause ultimately you're supporting one branch. Even in San Antonio, like even if you're a student at that school, like it can't be like when you lose to the Mets or, you know, uh, whoever else you might lose to the Saints, like one of your rivals, you lose the army. You can only feel so bad. So you're kind of rooting for both sides. Uh, I am I am going with Micah Parsons over three point five tackles and assists at plus one oh four. He's the only one right now who could really challenge Mahomes Mandel as the best player in football and as a linebacker. It's at least partially his job to get ball carriers down to the ground. Given those two things, this line seems suspiciously low. I guess the Cowboys <laughs> could get up by so much on Zach Wilson that it submarines his snap count, but the Jets are going to run the ball more or they're gonna let Wilson free. And either way, Parsons is gonna eat. So I think that this is a line that he's going to clear easily unless somehow they're up 40 again. And I think I've doubled the odds that it's going to hit by not actually including it in my picks. <laughs> so Sarah, this has been wonderful. Loved having you on this week. Big fan. As I've uh, said many, many times on the show, you will be back eventually against your will. It seems like, mm-hmm. but in the mm-hmm. meantime, where can people find you? Uh, at Sarah Tiana on Twitter and Instagram. My special 44 is on YouTube. If you want to watch that. And I'll be at the La Jolla Comedy Store in San Diego, September 22nd through the 24th. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, here at the network, you are still on the Extra Points podcast. You had a dynamite show on Wednesday. I really enjoyed listening back to that. Uh, The head writer for the ESPYs, which is a show you've written on a lot, told some really hilarious stories that you have to go back and hear. What was the the one he was telling about uh, the joke with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? That was an incredible story. Oh, yeah. That... uh... They wanted to do this bit where Danica Patrick came out at Justice Khaleesi in Game of Thrones. And she says, you know, sorry, the show's running long. And due to time, we had to cut the Game of Thrones bit. 
And then they were looking for someone to cut to who would be dressed as Jon Snow holding a sword and they couldn't find anybody. And like, you know, the day before the show, they go, what about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? And because <laughs> he was on the phone and and they said, yeah, Ben is like, yeah, of course. And then he overheard the conversation, which was, yep, yeah, no, yeah, you'll be holding a sword. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can pick the sword. Okay. And then they hung up and they go, Kareem will do it. He just wants to pick the sword and be able to keep it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Because he's such sword. a sci-fi nerd. Yeah. It's so cute. So, so anyway, gonna... it was a great bit. You cut to, you see her, she says, due to time, we had to cut the Game of Thrones bit and he's dressed in full Jon Snow attire. And he just goes, what? <laughs> His only line. Well, I'm willing to bet it was plus 100,000 at Caesars that we would start and end the show with a Game of Thrones reference, oh, which is pretty amazing. Uh, in the meantime, go back and listen to the EP. Go back and listen to our 15-minute pregame show with Hench and Damashek. Look for that on YouTube as well. And then come back next week for three more episodes of Trendy, which will be co-hosted next week by EP favorite Martin Weiss. So we will see if Sarah ends up beating me, and then you all get to witness Martin putting the smackdown on me next week. In the meantime enjoy the games and we will see you next week thanks everyone 